this we are. No gliding. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we're live. Let's see what's going on over here. Oh, there it goes. It, it does. It does. Cool, cool. The live stream's right. up. Alright. What up, Ferris? Hey, man. How you doing? Thanks what's for having up, me. What's up, everybody? No problem. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What's up, everybody? <laughs> oh, shit. I need the extra. I think if anybody, if anybody cut anyone off, it was me and that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up? Um, welcome back to another episode of UNG. This is kind of, this isn't that cold. Yeah, we were there in the car for an hour and a half on the drive, you see. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in Denton, man. It was an hour and a half drive over here? Yeah, well, an hour and 50, actually. Good but God. It was an hour and a half when I left, but yeah, so yeah, it, was a, it was a drive. Oh, wow. That is, that is an IPA. I think it's local, too. Or at least nope. the name is. <laughs> um, shit. What's up, man? <laughs> uh, another episode of the UNG Odyssey podcast. Uh, soon to be rebranded. Um, wow, that's got a weird aftertaste. It's because it's uh, warm is the problem, you see. You have ice? Can we drink an IPA on ice? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't see why not, but never drink uh, uh, No, never, I can't I've say that. I think I've ice. drinking beer on ice before. Uh, it was made it even worse. It was like Coors Light. Or maybe it was a 40. I remember drinking Mickey's out of... Yeah. Did you ever have Mickey's? think so. The 40, the 40 ounce or malt yeah, liquor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we used to drink shit ton of those. Yeah, well, everybody did, dude. That, those in the Paps. You get the 40 ounce Paps. Yeah. You get those for like a dollar. Oh, the 20. Blue Ribbon? Yeah. Yeah, when, yeah. We were, when we were all broke back in the day. Exactly right, yeah. Now we've got a little bit of money. Still on beer. Not any money. Because I, I was actually um, talking to my girlfriend about... An old car I had. Yeah. And it was a Nissan 240SX. Okay. And I told her how I blew out the engine because I didn't have the money to change the oil. Yeah. And she was just like, you didn't have the money. It was like 20 bucks. It's like, do you not understand when you're young and you're poor and you're broke, you don't have money for anything. And the stuff you do have money for is to get you drunk. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. So, <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's how, that's how life was back then. Yeah, dude, I saw oh. <laughs> my uh, my uncle fixed up an old Z from the 80s, mm-hmm. and for my for my cousin to drive, he fixed up this old car. Like the Datsun? Yeah, like the Datsun, it was an 86 Z, but I saw one of those, it was like a 90 Z on the road today. Yeah. But it's funny, because the guy fixed it up, you know, made it all nice, new paint job and everything, but he has like no muffler on it, you know what I mean? Oh, so it sounded horrible? So yeah, it sounded terrible, you know, it's like fucking with like the air carburation and all that when mm-hmm. they take off the muffler, but I was just thinking... You know, there's always like that thing. It's like, oh, why you have a loud car man trying to show off? It's like you're never gonna get to the get to the guy that way. You have to come from a different approach. You yeah, know? yeah. So you'd be like, oh, you know, you really fixed this car up nice. Mm-hmm. It's a shame you couldn't afford to put a nice, you know, sound <laughs> suppression on it. Yeah, that's a shame. Time. I mean, everything else looks really great. I'd, I'd really love to see it with a good muffler. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like those bodybuilders that uh, only focus on the top. Like, yeah, yeah, you look really slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but you know, your legs are kind of tiny down there. I'm doing exactly. <laughs> They're screaming for help. (laughs) Please lift us too. (laughs) Oh, so what's up, Ferris? How you been? Oh, you know, not bad. Just doing the mics, Mm -hmm. staying in the grind. Uh, I did. I did Phil's garage show at a Halloween show. I was supposed to do that, but I totally forgot that the same night at the block party, and I told my girlfriend I was going to take her to that because it's Saturday. Yeah, and then like it's her. It's the only thing she asked to really go out to do. Yeah. Like, she loves Halloween. Halloween yeah. Halloween is her thing. So, she really wanted... Last year, she wanted to go. I think we went, but we went kind of late. Um, so, it was my fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the year before that, I took her to... 
a house party instead of a block party, and she was pretty drunk. She was like, I want to go to a block party. <laughs> I'm like, quit whining. I'm like, I don't care about you enough yet to do something oh like God. this. <laughs> what's, what's the <laughs> distinction, though, between a block party and a house party? Is it just that you're outside in a block party? Uh, well, I mean, they had that um, that huge uh, party in the neighborhood. Oh, I haven't heard of this. You haven't heard of it? I've heard of the neighborhood. I haven't heard it, of this party. It's so, it's like, it's huge. I yeah. Because they turned, well, I mean, it's like that whole radius, yeah. but they close off the streets and they like have sure, this yeah. center area where all the people in costumes can walk through. Everything's packed with people, not just, you know, there's straight people, a lot of couples there. <laughs> yeah, my sister loves going to the gay bars. Um, it's not for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of women like going to gay bars. Actually, there's, there's, I've heard of jokes where gay comedians talk about like, quit coming to our gay bars, oh, yeah, straight women. <laughs> Because um, they'll take their straight guys and they get all offended when they get hit on. Yeah. Like, You're in my territory. Yeah. You know, not territory, but like my set inside of the woods. Yeah. Uh, my my roommate, Jonathan, he's not here, but uh, the reason why I point like that because he's usually on the couch. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he was up there. He said some guy kissed him. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He's like the same guy Frenched one of his friends. Oh man! Like Frenched him, and, and he said that he moved quick enough to where that didn't happen. Yeah, and that the other friend was all like, um, "I didn't know what to do." I was like, "Well, for one, you don't just stand there and yeah, it. just passively." Uh, you know what? I forgot to plug in my cool Halloween night lights. Let me plug it in real quick. Day Halloween without Christmas lights. Yeah, do you like the Halloween theme? Dude, I love Halloween. I was just checking out this awesome zombie street sign you got here. Oh yeah, it's very, very festive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom got a ton of decorations and she came out here a couple months on. ago mm-hmm. and she had like she was trying to get rid of Halloween ones she had too many so she gave me one of these um, ones that she had and it was a sign and it's like a picture it's a silhouette of like ghosts but it says uh, quit knocking on my doors you little sheets <laughs> no shit that's pretty uh, pretty aggressive right yeah <laughs> they just want some candy come on now what are you stuck on uh, come on now come on stupid One more time. Almost there. Which one are you trying to hook up? Uh, the ones behind me. There we oh, go. Oh, well, those are awesome, dude. There we go. <sighs> Yay, Halloween. Yeah, dude. I don't think I've ever seen light bulbs like this before. Yeah, I didn't know they did that. Those are awesome, dude. Or is this just a freak accident that's just happening now for the first time? No. The whole place is about to light up here. I did have a power outage, and that light turned off on my last podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so it got a little dark, and it turned out one of my the stupid outlets was yeah. was in the garage. Was, was the connections were wearing out, so something was, oh, was bridging over and touching. Yeah, it sure did. So I was like, and I would hear like, what's that noise? It's yeah, like, I was like, oh, I don't know if that's safe. <laughs> Probably just the sound of the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so dumb. <laughs> so Ferris, how long have you been doing comedy? Oh, you know, I've, uh, I've dabbled in mics over the past four years. I've what done, like, one here. Well, I'm explaining. Let me let me get my You're answer for here. I, I, did, I used to dabble. Now I'm committed to not having a girlfriend. Uh-huh. So, uh, That's such a weird like, term to use for, for comedy. Dab- well, I do, like, one, and then I take, like, nine months off. I wouldn't say I was doing comedy at that point. You know yeah. what I mean? But I, I hit it to answer your question directly. I started doing them, like, you know, many, many mics a week, uh, mm-hmm. mid-June, thereabouts. 
Mm-hmm. So you get more serious about it? Yeah, I've been, I used to just do the Denton ones when I really got started. Mm-hmm. And then maybe three weeks later, I started going down to Dallas because the Hyenas one, that was the first one I ever did, the first open mic, Dallas Hyenas. And then I heard about, you know, Twilight Lounge, went down there, the other hyenas locations, you know, fill up the week a bit. Do you ever go to Twilight still or not yet? Yeah, I try to go to there when I can. I'm doing Dallas Comedy House more frequently now. Mm. But are they on the same night? They are on the same night. But fortunately for me, I they put me like they start at like I think eight or eight thirty. Yeah. And they put me about twenty five. So that gives me enough time to do I can sign up on Mike Maps, get that number one, number two slot, Twilight Lounge, Mm -hmm. and head across town. So I did that last week, I was able to hit them both. So you go from Fort Worth all the way to Dallas. To Dallas, to do yeah. Nights. Do the big triangle and come back. <laughs> God damn, that's a lot of crazy driving, man. What's yeah, it is. Doing? That's all right. I need an oil change, honestly. <laughs> it's going to end up like your car here in a minute. <laughs> oh, that car got impounded by the city. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Cause, yeah, because it was on the side of the road, and I never got oh. the stickers changed. Yeah, yeah, good reason, man. Yeah, yeah so, eh, whatever. <laughs> well, um, but... But like, like you said, total. How long? When did you start? So I've been doing it like regularly since like mid June. But when did you do official? Like when was your first? The first mic ever. Yeah. Uh, I think twenty, twenty fifteen maybe summer twenty fifteen. I just did one Dallas hyenas and then that was it. And then tw- I did one in twenty seventeen. But you have been doing it quite a while then. Huh? I've been writing. See, when I started, I've always I, I since the first mic I kept a journal and every time I had an idea I wrote it down. So I was like, one day I'm going to do comedy, one day I'm going to write, and I create a script out of it, you know, it's a funny idea. Yeah. Let's not forget it. So I had like a little bit of material to work with when I started going into the mics, which was very good or very helpful, I guess, because I didn't have to focus on like, what am I going to say that's funny? It's like, how am I going to deliver it? You know, how am I going to do the timing? I got to focus on those elements, kind of starting out a little bit more, because I had some jokes I already did and kind of worked yeah. once or twice here or there historically, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that, and that was kind of funny, because that's how I started, and then now I've recently just been trying to write a new five every week. You know, so I'm now in the opposite mode where it's just like trying out a new joke, maybe three or four different mics, and it's like, yeah, kind of worked, and then I'll save it, and if I'm doing a showcase or something, yeah. I'll go back and work a set with the jokes I feel like were strongest. Mm-hmm. But I've been working and just creating a lot of, you know, material to delve into, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. What, um... What, uh, what showcase do you do next? Are you doing any of Well, uh, Butch was talking about putting me up on the uh, the Fort Worth and the Dallas Hyenas one, but last I heard he was in Arizona or something, so I don't know what the yeah. deal is, because he was supposed to, to give me tickets and everything for that, so I need to ask Mercedes or someone oh, um, about that. Oh, ask a... Um, I think Patricio said Patricio, he's... Patricio, yeah, yeah. Patricio's the one who asked him. Yeah, so I need to talk to him about that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking to do those, and those are in December, I believe. Yeah, I'm doing all three of them. Okay, you're doing all three. Yeah. Yeah. I did the Plano, yeah. well, that was my first one, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll do the other two, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like Fort Worth is a pretty cool room. I'd like to see the Red Room, you know, with the decent crowd in there. That'd be, you know, I feel like there's a nice cozy room. And then Dallas, you know. So you're always doing the mic there. It's always hell. So you'd be like, fun, actually go have a good show there. It's always crazy in Dallas, <laughs> yeah, man. There's always all kinds of weird people there. And it was crazy last um, week, too. There was like this table of hecklers. Was there? Yeah, dude. I was there, but I didn't Were get you? It was like, I think, me. beginning of third block, dude, they started heckling like crazy. Like, management started yelling at them. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Where was I? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, know, I know I was on like the third or fourth block. I yeah, I just popped in fortunately, and I was able to see the the climax of the heckling and then the drama of it. But huh, that was weird. I know I was there, and this one this one chick, she was like, "I'm doing comedy for my first time." I was like, "Cool." She's like, "You gonna stay and watch?" I was like, uh, "I gotta get going." Like, I went up, and I was like, "I can't stay and watch." But I sold her a little bit of that CBD. Oh, of course. I shouldn't do quotations because people can see that. 
Because <laughs> it wasn't CBD, it was cilantro. See, yeah, that's oh, why you yeah, have the quote. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. even CBD. And, uh, and you know, she, but she wanted me to stay and watch her sit. She was with the blondie with his nice huge rack. Oh, which, do you remember that? When she was, was this? Of, last week? Last week, yeah. Last. Oh, I don't remember. Wednesday. That. Oh, is she the one from uh, Houston? No, no. Houston was the that comic Quaker or something. Quaker. Yeah, Quaker. Quaker. Quacker, Misty yeah. Quacker or something like that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the ballpark. She was cool. I like yeah, her. She, she cool. had a lot of energy. Cool chick, yeah. But no, this other girl who was like a little short girl, she said she was in theater or something like that. How old was she? I don't remember. No, she said she was in a band. Oh, and this was her first mic? And it was her first mic she decided to do. She was in a band. She's a mm-hmm. singer. And like she just became buddy-buddy with me all like real quick. Yeah. And then I, you know, and I sold her that, but like... Yeah, her homegirl with that she was there with was like a tall blondie white girl with oh, a yeah. huge rack just sticking out of her. I was just like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> you interested in something? <laughs> yeah, like and what I are you interested over here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about whatever you want and I'll listen to like another Yeah, that's funny, dude. Hmm. Now I can't I can't say I did see her. I uh I went up pretty or earlier than I normally do and then I just had it. I just went top of the fourth and just went home. Do you always get there in time to sign up? Yeah, I always. I always try to get there around six, mm-hmm. and then you can network a little bit. You know, just talking to people out there. So I like to use that time too to like think about like what set am I gonna do if I had any thoughts on the road, write them down. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to change this joke. I was thinking about how to deliver it differently on the road. I go and make notes. Yeah. So it's kind of nice because a lot of people are like they like to you know have somebody else sign them up or something like that, and they just show up when the mic started or second block and they do another mic. Yeah, but, I have to do that. Um, I asked Tom to sign me up because. I get off of work and I don't get home till five. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the timing yeah, on that one's difficult. That doesn't give me that much time to. Like, I tried getting there one time. I got there at like a little after seven, and they had already filled up. I was like, yeah. "Son of a bitch, I drove all the way out here for nothing." Yeah. So I've been. So when I had Tom on the podcast, he's like, "Just ask me." I was like, "Just hit me up," and yeah. I was like, "All right, well, I'll hit you up if you don't mind, Tom." And he doesn't mind. Yeah. Plus, you know, he buys celery sticks for me too. Yeah. So. Promoting that Michelle Obama agenda there. <laughs> More greens, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I have to do that. And I don't like doing it, but people yeah. told me, like, just, you know, just do it, like, because it's difficult. A lot of those guys mm-hmm. feel like have to, because like How you're saying. How did the garage show go? The garage show went really well, actually. There was a good crowd. I thought it was just going to be mostly comics. Mm-hmm. Kind of an no, open mic vibe. Pretty decent there was like, there. I would say like 60, 70% of the room was audience. Yeah. You know, and then great energy in there. I loved the room. It was very, very intimate. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So it was like the stage was like right up on the front row the way he had it set up. So you really get to like engage mm-hmm. the audience. So it was, it was a really fun mic. Everybody had, like, had a good set. Everyone had fun. You know, and then we danced and party. There was uh, freestyle rapping going on. Oh, so that was Cortez. Fun. Everyone, like a lot of guys got in on it. Oh and, uh, Macklehone had a, a spatula as part of his costume. Macklehone. So they're using that as the mic to rap into. <laughs> they're like, it's spatula rapping, dude. Oh, man. So I, I totally for, uh, forgot about that. I thought, it was, for some reason, I thought it was Friday. Because I was already in Fort Worth on yeah. Friday. Because I went, I took her to a haunted house. Oh, awesome, yeah. And that was fun. Uh, but, like, you know, neither one of us really get scared. Yeah. Uh, which, which haunted house was it? Um, the one with, It's like the factory one. Yeah. Okay, I went to that one a couple of years ago. I have no idea what it's called, but I've been there. Uh, it's like a meat factory or something, yeah. It, yeah, or it used to be some kind of. Factory. It used to be, yeah. We hope. You can tell that. You can tell it's totally a warehouse, though. Like the brick wall, yeah. The shitty stairs, yeah. Um. Yeah, I went there. Uh, was the line crazy? Yeah, man. Yeah. The line was pretty long. It was mad when I, when I went there. I was like three and a half hour wait. I think. Yeah. No, it wasn't that long for us. Paying about. Hey, Lana. How long do you think we waited in line to get into the haunted house? 
an hour. Oh. 40 minutes? Yeah. It's not bad compared to my hour. experience, but... <laughs> no, yeah, it wasn't that bad. But, like, like they had it chained off to where, like, it could yeah. be longer. That's how it was for us. And, and I was we were, like, like I'm so glad we're not at the lobby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a wait, I'll tell you why. Yeah, it was pretty cool, though. Um, but Saturday night was the one that really was amazing, because I took two hits of acid. Oh, yeah? And I popped them, like, right right before we left here, I popped them. So by the time we got there, like, maybe another 20 minutes, I was like, ah, I'm feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, everything was crazy. Like, it, uh, the costumes looked weird and, and amazing. Yeah, I and bet you. And I just, you know... We just walked around, and we eventually got into a club. Uh, that took a while. Uh, but I was talking to people, and then I kept yeah. asking people. I was like, hey, uh, is this, like, is this, like, really crazy right now? Or is it just it's it's just acid? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, it's really crazy right now. I was like, okay, just make sure I'm not tripping balls. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a real good time. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I've always thought, you know, like in the in the 60s, they had like those like music festivals and stuff. Uh-huh. And like for the visual element, they kind of like started the whole like visual with the music. But they do this thing where they put like a thing of like, I don't even know what it was, a piece of plastic and water and they add colors and they make them like dance around in blobs and stuff. Uh-huh. And like kids these days, like, oh, it's so lame. They have all this computer, like, drop acid and watch that. It's going to blow your goddamn mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't know what you're talking about right here. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. I'm glad I, I I decided to do it that way. Yeah, for sure. Because like I don't, because I'm not really a big drinker. Like I have beer here. Yeah. And like I might have two, maybe three drinks while I'm out. Yeah. But so, um, if I would have done that, <clears throat> I you know even even though I wasn't driving. I might have had like two or three shots. For one, they're fucking super expensive. Oh yeah, dude, drinking out of bars. And then. Um, and but then I like I stop drinking. Then like I'll drink a water in between each drink. Yeah, that's a good way of doing it. And it's usually like a topo chico or yeah. or a bottle water if I if they don't have any of that. I'll just take a bottle water. But like I don't know. It's it's okay if I'm having a drink. But like since I took that. Yeah, you're good. I to took that down. acid. It was like the whole night. I was just like I'm good. Yeah. Like, nothing. Yeah, dude. I did get a little paranoid, though, and I had to, like, make... Because I was making sure she's okay. Yeah, for sure. I still want to make sure she's okay. There's a lot of drunk people. I want to make sure oh, we don't bump into yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got really upset at these girls who were in the bathroom. They were in the men's room, right? How old were they? Um, they must be like, teenagers, right? No. No. This, it's it's a, these are adult club. women? It's a club. Oh, it's 21 okay. and over. Okay, okay. No, it's 18 and over. We were at the club, but it's 18 and over, but... Yeah. It's 18 and over, but 21 is cheaper if you're 21. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so, but they were in the men's room, and I was waiting to the men's room, and I told them, I was like, hey, can you guys, like, not hold the door open? And they're like, what? No, we're next in line to the restroom. I was like, yeah, I know that, but can you, like, not block the door? Like, let the door close, because they're holding it open. And there's all these guys like peeing and keep and looking out the the door. The door and it's because open. the door is wide open. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I could sense that the guys were kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. And they're all like up against. 
And you're a guy. You yeah. know, when you use the urinal, you don't want to be, like, all the way in there. Definitely not. Like, you no. want some space. Yeah. But, like, because the door was open, there were all the guys that were all kind of huddled up against yeah, me, you know, as yeah. close as, like, very uncomfortable. And I was like, Clay, close the door. Like, get out of the way of the door. And then uh, the guy that they're with was like, well, it's okay. I mean, uh, who doesn't want to get their dick seen anyway? And I'm like, I'm like, that's not, I was like, well, you're just trying to defend him. But, like, come on, dude. Like, uh <clears throat> And yeah, women want their privacy. What makes you think that men don't want yeah. their privacy too? You know, we don't want just get. If I wanted everyone seeing my dick, I'd go out the door. Yeah, my dick out. I wouldn't be in the bathroom. Yeah. So I got a little. <laughs> that kind of irritated me. Yeah, it's, that's. I mean, imagine if Amanda. Oh shit! Though. I thought I closed to turn my phone off. So uh, unprofessional. Goddamn, dude. Oh shit, man. My bad. My bad. Uh, I know what he wants. And I know what he wants. So yeah, that that happened. But other than that, I had a pretty good time. We went to the dance floor. Yeah. And we danced a little bit, and uh, it's funny because she was complaining that her feet hurt. Yeah. She took another shot, and she was like, "Let's go dance." I told her, "Let's go dance floor." She started dancing, and then as soon as we left the club, she's like, "I immediately uh, hate the fact that I did that." (laughs) She's like, "I regret doing that." I was like, "Yeah, I saw you dancing." I was like, man, I think I thought her feet hurt. As <laughs> soon as we walked out, she's like, I can't walk. Oh, that's funny, dude. Oh man. Oh, hold on, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's how it gives me thirty minutes. Oh, let's go ahead and start that over. <clears throat> this is CBD. Of course. I got these at the hemp shops. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. I saw them pre-rolled. They look so good. Yeah, well, it's a hemp cigarette. So. <coughs> There's this place right here called Hempies. Yeah. <coughs> I'm trying to see if they want to sponsor the podcast. Really? That'd be, that'd be badass. <coughs> yeah, I'm going to ask them. Could I buy my stuff there anyway? Yeah, dude. Uh, that's where I buy my Swishers and whatnot. Speaking of Swishers, yes. what was that brand you were telling me to get? Oh, yeah. Dutch Masters. Dutch Masters. But they make a dollar pack, and then they make, uh, like... I think it's two and fifty nine cent pack, yeah. which is three, three in a pack. Funny you know exactly how many cents. Well, I, <laughs> like, you know it's different shop to shop. Normally it's like two and a half bucks or whatever, but my shop's a little bit more expensive. Well, I just go to a gas station by my place, but but yeah. the cheap ones they're they're good, they're not bad. But if you go for like a little bit more expensive, the three pack is in like a navy blue, like a light navy blue, I guess packaging. Those are like really nice because it's like a straight up tobacco leaf. Mm-hmm. You know, and those are those I just enjoy them. Mm, okay. What are they called? Called Dutch Masters. Dutch Masters. Dutch Masters. Yeah. Sick of Dutch There's like water. a whole bunch of like, you know, 16th century Dutch fuckers, you know, with the hats and all that shit on the packaging. Mm-hmm. Like they straight out. Okay, because I was asking them when I was there. I was like, there's a certain problem kind. And I was like, something king? They're like, uh, this king? I was like, no, no, I'm sorry. It's not the right one. So, uh, <clears throat> Dutch Masters. I actually have a bunch of stuff over here. I was going to ask you if you can roll some before you leave. But oh, yeah, definitely. I think you might not have time. Well, you might have time. I got all the time in the world, dude. Oh, I, made, I made the drive I'm the here. one who doesn't You're the one who doesn't have time, have time I'm yeah. so sorry, man. I want the... Hey, uh, you're good, dude. I want the... Well, yeah, I want to sign up for the mic. If I knew you were coming out away from that. <laughs> I know where he's, dude. You sure you don't want to come out for a little bit? I, I'm really tempted, honestly, but... I don't know, uh... 
Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know. Okay. It's like if you have to sign up on Mike Maps for the first one, then Hooligans you said starts at ten. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if I want to do a ten o'clock Mike. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. The and Matt then Hatter get back to Dent, and that's gonna be or Matt Hatter. I mean, yeah. So I don't know. I might skip, but I've been really meaning to go out to those Fort Worth Fort Worth Mikes on Monday because yeah. Dave American was telling me like do Wine Square and you can head down there and hit up those two like you're saying, mm-hmm. and you get three in the night easy. So. Yeah, and I'm, then I go down to Dallas, uh, Fort Worth for like three minutes. And, you know, it's worth the drive for me to go and do two mics, get like five minutes a piece. I'm assuming something like that. Yeah. I'm gonna put my phone on vibrate. So, what's your favorite open mic? My favorite open mic. <clears throat> uh, it's 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 tough. It's tough right now. It's between <clears throat> Fort Worth. Uh, hyenas and uh, and Plano hyenas because really it's because of the crowd I like to see the comics I like to hang out with like over there Plano it's you and Casey Cowboy <laughs> Jordan bless you I feel like I haven't seen Cowboy Casey around really I didn't see him last last Friday that's true it's been a couple weeks mm, I saw him the week before that really I must have missed him and he was on my podcast two weeks ago. Okay, I just I missed him, I guess. I feel like I haven't seen him for like a month or something. Jesus Christ, woman. Guess when a man can't offer you chairs anymore, you just forget about him. <laughs> well, that's all you remember, actually. Like, ah, I don't, what happened to the chairs? <coughs> <coughs> Woo! Oh, uh, yeah. So, okay. What do I usually ask my guests? What's your favorite bit that you do? Oh, you know what? Do you have a favorite bit? I just totally touched the mic, so I apologize to everyone listening. Oh, shit. With what? My this hands. No, my oh, hands. Oh, your hand? Uh, it's made a loud, obnoxious sound, man. It shouldn't have made the sound. I think it'd be all right. It's not that underwater vibe, because the ass, you know? Uh, my favorite bit? I think my favorite bit is probably this one. I don't know if you've heard it about. It's like, oh, my girlfriend uses the N-word, uh-huh. like, too much, you know? Like, uh, like you know, it's just like a wrong, the wrong time. It doesn't, you know, like sometimes you can say the N word and it's fine. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're listening to like a hip hop song, right? It might be warranted, but she says that at the like the worst time completely kills the mood. Like the other night, we went on a great date, right? We went, saw a movie, came back to the apartment, and I'm feeling a little bit good about the evening. I'm like, hey, you want to have sex? And she says it right then, completely kills the mood. I'm like, you want to have sex? She says no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's a few people who used to have their own interpretation of it. Yeah, I mean, I figured out it's kind of an easy. I like that one, but I feel like it doesn't work. I, I haven't really used it for anything uh, critical, so to speak. But, you know, because that one's a little bit, you know, do you racy. Have a, do you have a different version of that? Or just that version? That's pretty much the only version I, I do, I think. Who, who have I heard? They're like, uh, they're like, uh, why do I keep saying they like? They were saying that. Matt? Something about the M word. The N word. Matt is a joke about like the N word flip or something. No. It's like skateboarding. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. That was pretty funny. I like that one. <laughs> it's funny you say that because. Uh, uh, actually, I'm good. I. I am toasty. Because um, when those people were heckling, I was telling you about. Yeah. He. Uh, it was like a table of black people, and there's this guy who's gonna do his first mic. So he brought his, you know, friends and like family or whoever. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate the fact that a person wants to do the first mic. Yeah, but but when they bring douchey people, yeah, well they're yeah they're having a good time. They're drunk. I don't like it. 
I don't think they were trying to be assholes. They didn't know they were being assholes. But the funny thing was, like, they were, like, heckling him his entire set, but then he did that, the inward flip joke. And that was the only joke they liked. They were, like, listening, and they are like, oh, that's good. That's really clever. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I just think that's so funny. That's the only one that's they That's the liked. only one they listened to, and they, like, actually responded to as a joke. Huh. And then they're like, like, literally, the next joke he did, they're, like, immediately heckling again. Like, did you, you, you lost the feeling of happiness you just had from the last joke? You couldn't even <laughs> give him a chance to do another one before going back to hating this guy? <laughs> Jesus, man, they must be shitty fans. <laughs> Probably, did. They would boo Santa if, I, if I'm a judge of character. Um, that's crazy. What, um, what got you into comedy, though? You know, I always loved doing comedy, or I always loved comedy as an art form. Like, you know, and that's all comedy, really. You know, it could be like a comic play or like, you know, a funny book or whatever the case may be, television show. Yeah. But, um, and especially stand-up. You know, I was always watching stand-up from like a young age. But uh, I was trying to do music, you know, really like in high school and like middle school and all that. I was like playing instruments. Uh, so I want to do like a, like kind of like an alternative type band. I was in a couple bands and didn't. I did like a little jazz duet thing for a while with my friend Eric. What do you play? Uh, I play many instruments, man. It just depends on the band. What really. do you play? <laughs> so I play. I would say my favorite instrument to play is probably like piano or keyboard. So you're I, very good with uh, musically. Oh yeah, I would say I'm I'm decent. I can definitely keep up in a in a band. You, you want know. to be one of those keyboard comedians? You know, I thought about it. I saw uh, what's his name. Um, he does the Between Two Ferns. Zach Galifianakis. Mm-hmm. I saw a special from like 2008, and he does this thing where he's like playing piano. As like the background, and then he like uses it to set up and time the jokes, mm-hmm. and it's like brilliant. And it's like I really wish I could do that, but I just feel like I couldn't. Why not? I just I, musically, I don't think I'm strong enough. I feel mm. like the music would be distracting because I wouldn't be proficient enough. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so I wanted to do music really is what I was trying to do. I still kind of want to, you know. I want to. I like music theater a lot, so I've like always been working on like musical theater projects. So ideally, I can combine the comedy at one point, mm. and then you know produce a play or something. Uh, what's that comic? Bo, Bo, is it Bo Burnham? Yeah, he's a comic. He, doesn't he play the piano? Uh, he does a guitar, I think. But, oh. if I'm not mistaken, I think he does a guitar. He did, I know he did piano at that one, this one, uh... I, he might play piano as well. I, let me, let me rephrase that. I've only seen him playing guitar. I saw him play the piano on the, uh, I think, and I'm pretty sure it's Bo Burnham. Um, on that one show, the, the, the Boiling Room? I've never heard the, of it. Uh, the, I think it's called The Boiler Room. The Boiler Room. It's like this show where you have the pa- like kind of like a panel of comics. Okay. But they're in, they're in a group audience. It's almost like a... I mean, it's, kind of, it's pretty much like a podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> they just sit around talking to each other. And oh, they, wait. I have seen that show. Yeah. I have seen that show. <clears throat> well, yeah. he did... He, they're like on a table, like a circular table, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen that show. Yeah. And, uh, and um, Bo played the piano for a little bit, some song, and then... You know, of course, comics being comics, they made fun of him, and and then he punched back. But like, I saw him play the piano. That that's why I wonder if you play piano. I think Demetrius Martin, Demetrius Martin, also has something like that. Yeah, I don't know. What or is it just use that plays. sound record board thing? Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of comics who do like music, but like I don't know the way he did it because it wasn't like music plus comedy. It was like music is the backdrop, and then comedy's on top of it. It was almost like you know, like a musical uh, play to a point because, like, the music is supporting the dialogue because, like, he would use it to, like, space out, like, when there's laughter after a joke mm-hmm. or he needs to hold, like, I'm trying to think of a good joke. Like, he did, uh, I, I, I really don't like those signs that say slow children at play. 
and then he's playing, and he plays like another couple of measures. I see, and he says, "I think they're rolling." <coughs> you know, uh-huh. so he has the timing. So it's like I'm establishing what the thought was. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like when you're doing that, just stand up, straight stand up with no music. You know, you can leave a pause there, but you can't leave that amount of time. Mm-hmm. You know, because that really lets your mind set on like the intention, and then really makes that misdirection. I feel like more effective. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It's just really interesting to see someone do comedy like that. <laughs> Those signs. You know what? That reminds me of a joke I want to do. Uh, you know how those cars have <clears throat> cars have those stick figures. Yeah, and people people will say like, uh, I really be like, I really know what do they say? God damn! Some people have this joke like, I, I don't care how many kids you have, blah blah blah, or yeah. how your family, blah your stupid stick figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to write a joke around like. I like those stick figures because that lets me know how many people I'm going to go murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. It tells me how much material yeah, I need. So it tells me which car is going to be the most bang for buck. Yeah, you know? <laughs> That's funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or if Peta picks me off, I'm going to kill somebody with a cat. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So a I like running over cat. neighborhood cats. I don't slow down. <laughs> we're steer into that. That's God funny. sending you a message. You <laughs> gotta go funny. with it. That's funny because uh, I, I mess around with my girlfriend. Yeah. If I see a cat in the street, I head toward it. And she's like, "Don't you dare!" <laughs> like I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, the other day, I thought I hit a squirrel. Yeah. And uh, uh, he came running at me, and I was just like, "Oh no! Am I gonna get him? Gonna get him?" <laughs> And then I guess he turned around last minute, and I just yeah. looked in the mirror and was like, do you see his dead body? Uh-huh. That's what <laughs> I did, yeah. Rear view mirror, what's going on back there? Yeah, my girl, she was all like, uh, like what, why? I was like, oh, I thought I hit a squirrel, but he turned around at the last minute, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they always do. That's the thing about squirrels. It's like they keep going. They're like playing chicken, and they're really good at it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to kill themselves, but they're going to turn so last minute, you're going to swerve. And that's how they die. That, is that how they usually die? I don't know. I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> that'd be ironic, it makes sense, though. though. Yeah, that'd it be, makes sense. You know, it's in like the springtime. I found in Denton. There's these huge trees. If you ever driven down Carroll, yeah. So there's these huge mature trees. So there's all these little squirrels that were just born, like fucking around, and they're always like some of them fall out of the branches because they straight up go over the entire uh-huh. parkway or you know whatever you call it. It's like two different sections, and then there's trees in the middle. Yeah. You know, so there's like tree coverage for the entire. So some of them falls, and then the little ones are just running like crazy. It's like a game of Frogger, and like the old ones don't do that. They've learned the traffic. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like the little ones, you know, I don't know. What it is, but, oh, where well, they don't it's need like they're learning, or you know, they're scared. If, I don't know if they is. don't get hit by cars, and then the ones that get to breed. But then they learn from that experience, hopefully. You know, yeah. Uh-huh. But I, I guess that goes back to the question: nature versus nurture. Like, is can the can the parent uh-huh. teach you to avoid the car? Is, there, is it know. you know is it is it the genetic makeup and the brain structuring that allows them to avoid the cars or is it something that's just learned, you know that's it. I don't know. I'm just asking the question, but that'd be interesting mm. to look into. That is an odd question. Wait, speaking of of that, um, I saw this thing on on uh, Nugenics. Is it Nugenics? Where this dude's trying to make glowing dogs. Glowing dogs. Yeah. Like glow in the dark. Yeah. Cause they, uh, <laughs> how'd that be useful? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh but this just made me think of that this show, this uh, thing I was watching on Netflix, and I had heard about the glowing fish. Like they took, um, they took the the whatever the, the DNA that makes the light bug yeah. glow. Yeah. They take they took that and entered it into fish. Yeah. Right? And then they put it into rats. And now there's a guy trying to do it to dogs. 
Did it work in the rats? <laughs> yeah, it worked on the is rats. It the skin or the hair that's glowing? No, it's just that they just glow. The whole, like their eyes and their like feet like and everything. Oh man, let me their bodies, yeah, their bodies glow. That's crazy, dude. So now you can see your mice running around in the darkness when you have no defense. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. It's gonna terrify people. Um, so <laughs> glow with the dark mice at two in the morning. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I saw a light. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but like it's, yeah, I I thought that was interesting. It's, it would be hilarious to see a glow in the dark. Blowing a dark dog. No, that would be even worse though, because it'd be like jumping on the bed at like two in the yeah, morning. Yeah, that's what I think. Like, is this a ghost? I, that's what <laughs> I think. Like, it jumps on the bed. It it wants to sit yeah. next to you. It's all glowing. Yeah. Do you want to see like? I, yeah, I don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you want to see your glow in the dark dog taking a shit and then yeah, slowly losing parts of the fur definition. You know. What, what if what what if the turd was glowing the dark too? Oh my goodness, dude! You have to bury that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would, cause you know there's people who are like, hey. You didn't pick keep up that turd bag. Keep that turd down. It's too bright. <laughs> Try to stargaze out here. Although you wouldn't step on dog poop if you're walking in the dark. That is, it's an advantage in a way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or in the daytime, even, you know. Or in the daytime. Well, I don't know. Iridescent poo is pretty eye-catching, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This podcast has turned to a stupid road. <laughs> I like it. Let's keep steering like to it. it. <laughs> I, I'm definitely going to steer into it. So, uh, what else can we talk about? Because we don't have too much longer. Uh, we're only 20 minutes. 20 minutes, right? Yeah, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, what, um... Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is why I like to keep calm. And I usually do half an hour into the show, but we did it way too early. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your show, man. I'm just... Just enjoying the nice mild <coughs> CBD buzz you get. Yeah. Uh, so what comedy? What comedy do you hit up there? And then besides Dusty's, or is it Dusty's? Dusty's is Sunday nights. Yeah. Uh, at ten o'clock, or normally it's ten o'clock sign up, ten thirty start, mm-hmm. and I do Bearded Monk before that, which is at six thirty sign up, I believe, seven o'clock, seven thirty start. Mm-hmm. So I get two, and that's like fifteen minutes in one night. So that's you know that's why I like li- living in Denny a lot of stage time. You do get a lot of time. At yeah, dude. That's just one night, and then you can go out Thursdays. Killers Tacos. Yeah. That's I think six minutes, mm-hmm. and then I shoot down to Fort Worth after that. So then you get another three. That's nine minutes for the night, mm-hmm. and then um, they got one more mic for you on Monday. It's uh, Michael Reed's mic, Wine Squared. Yeah. And that one I think is seven minutes stage time. I've never been to that one. That one's pretty neat actually. It's a nice atmosphere. I was just thinking it's you know right now as it's happening. You know, they normally do it outside. They have heaters, but it was raining. You think they did it inside or outside? Mm. This was weighing on my mind for an hour and a half oh, of the drive. <clears throat> like yeah. if they would have done it tonight? Because they have heaters, but it was raining a little bit. It's like yeah. misty out there. It was misty, yeah. It was misty since like 4 o'clock because I got off at 4.30. Yeah, it rolled in. Misty. That overcast rolled in around noon. Uh-huh. And it's just been misting, yeah. Is it raining now? Probably when you came in. Parts of it. You know, you drive into it, it rained a little bit, and then yeah. you drive out of it, and then it would just be overcast with like a mild low ceiling. What are your, what are your, what's your uh, opinion on global warming? Uh, in what, in what regard? Change. Like, what's your opinion? Do like, I think it's occurring? Do we, yeah. Do I definitely think it's occurring. Do I think we can solve it? <laughs> do you think we can <laughs> no, solve it? No, I don't it? think so. <laughs> do I don't think, think we can solve it, but I definitely think it's happening. I think the best we can do is mitigate the worst case scenario, make yeah. it less bad. But I mean, they're saying with the amount of carbon in the atmosphere, I think they said it's going to be at least three degrees warmer Celsius at a minimum. So that's like, and they said if it goes above two, we're fucked in like 2005 or something. So 
for perspective, you know. Uh-huh. They but said that in 2005? 2005, they said if we can get the carbon emissions down and keep it below 2%, everything will be better than, like, the worst-case scenario to currently have if yeah. we get to 3 degrees or above. But they're saying now that it's going to get... It's at a minimum, yeah, because the amount... That, it's like if we cut off all carbon production today, yeah. there would be, just because the amount accumulated, there'd be at least 3 degrees increase in global temperature. But... Uh, but I don't know. I mean, technology is useful. You can come up with ways to remove carbon that might be helpful going forward. You think we'll become mole people? I mean, honestly, not because we need resources from the surface. But so, like, like, we'll come out and do stuff, and then just like, like, I mean, our, like our houses will start going in ground. But what would cause that though? Just because like storms? You mean that'd be terrible no. in a hurricane <clears throat> situation? Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. <laughs> Oh no! There's a storm. We're fucked. I don't know why. Like I thought, mole people because like it would be too hot. I think the mole people scenario comes up when it's like uh, radiation poisoning around the globe. Mm-hmm. So that's insulation. Is well, I mean, on. Trump did want to bomb fucking hurricanes. Dude, I did a joke about that actually. I'm glad did you heard you? about that. Yeah, I was like, I like how America's approach to combating climate change is literally combating <laughs> climate change. <laughs> that's really good, man. Because he actually said that. He's a fucking idiot. He, he, he just explored it. Okay, don't, don't cut him that low. Come on now. Come on he now. He just had the idea and said, even, you know, U.S. government. No, even, uh, even me, as dumb as I am, as much pot as I've smoked in my life, yeah. as educated as I did not make it to. <laughs> I mean, I know not to ask if we could just bomb a tornado or yeah. a hurricane. Or any of anything, really. With You know, like nuclear fallout seems to be way worse than whatever storm damage is going to yeah. happen. I, I feel like the president should be smarter than me. Yeah, well, I heard somebody uh, raise an interesting argument the other day. What? They were saying that it's almost good that we have Trump because much like Richard Nixon, he went too far, Uh and then there was pushback, and then we kind of learned what the limits of the office were. Yeah. So in the same way, Trump is almost good because he's willing to push every button, and then it's like, where are we willing to draw the line? Uh Who are we going to vote for? And then, like, you know, what do we stand for and et cetera, you know, if you want to ask those larger questions. But essentially, it's like, what can the president do effectively and get away with? It's yeah, well, like the baseline. With <clears throat> so far, Trump's pretty much almost done and gotten away with everything that he wanted to do. Almost. Yeah, we'll see. I think. I mean, I always thought it was a house of cards mm-hmm. because the way he uh, governs I, is too strong a word. I never saw the house of cards. No, not the show. I just mean the metaphor. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a metaphor. It is, yeah. Because you knock one card at the bottom, the whole thing collapses. Because the problem with Trump is he can't keep people. He can't keep good people. Everybody's in a state of, like, anxiety. Yeah. They're always turning on each other, ratting each other out. No <laughs> one's happy to work. There, you know what I mean? Yeah, I so, like, eventually everyone's going to leave, and it's just going to be him. You know, and the people who are going to be there are just going to be way dumber than him because they're willing to take that job. And, like, you know, all the really qualified people have already gone, like, 22 cabinet, uh, you know, change-ups or something like that this far. Yeah, so, there's been a shit ton of stuff. So it's like you have, like, amateur hour people, like, you know, just... Like, you know, a uh, great example, used to be governor of Texas, Rick Perry. Yeah. Secretary of Energy, the department he wanted to get rid of, but he couldn't remember the I name know, of. I know, I remember that. That guy, you know, like, what, you know. Yeah, and they, f- no, wait, I'm sorry. I'm I was just going to say, and then when he got in office, he's like, I didn't know we controlled the nuclear arsenal. Yeah, he didn't know that. That's what, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying, the level of incompetence. You know what I mean? Like, he's just going to do what Trump says. You know, these people have no expertise, no experience. They have no baseline to compare what Trump is saying. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that sounds good. I used to govern. I used to try to play the game about being popular. Less so than somebody who's actually a government person who, like, went through the ranks and's like, oh, you know, nuclear arsenal, we shouldn't really fire it. Yeah. Unless it's a retaliation, you know. And he's like, yeah, <coughs> throw it in a fucking hurricane. What could go wrong? No one could think we're attacking them, you know. 
Uh, do you, so you really keep up with politics a little bit then, huh? I try to, yeah. I love keeping up with politics. Well, me too. It's so interesting. It's like the best play, the best drama ever written. I like it because, yeah, uh, yeah because it's like, wow, these guys are, are like, they're, like the shit that they get into. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck are you arguing about that? <clears throat> yeah. And then like, and I just like watching the, the late night shows that make fun of them. Oh, yeah. Like if they can turn it into a joke. That I didn't think that I can that I can see. Yeah. Uh, Who's your favorite? Late night person. Yeah. Uh, it was John Stewart. Oh, definitely. That's John Stewart. Choice, yeah. He was hilarious. He was good. And I like Colbert, but I liked him better when he was on the Colbert Report. Dude, me a hundred percent completely. He had, he he was. It, it felt like it was more him. The it, Colbert Report because it was he was doing hard satire. Where now he's just doing like you know very soft satire, I guess. Yeah, he's doing, I mean, you know, it's not commentary. <clears throat> I mean, know. and then you only get a small amount, and yeah. he's doing like improv where he used to do character. I feel like is the big distinction. Yeah, you know, and I really love the Colbert rapport because I mean, like you know, it was doing what John Stewart was doing, but in a different way because John Stewart's like doing what Colbert is doing now. Uh-huh. Where he's like, look, they said this, they did this, isn't that stupid? They're hypocritical, etc. Right? But he would do the opposite. He would play a character. Who's obviously wrong, but doing all the same <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? So it's like the same, the same thing, yeah, but it's no, just doing it in a very unique way. Really, you know? I like watching both those shows back to back. There, it was a perfect pairing. Uh huh. Yeah, it was because it was and like. Then, uh, I also like I like Conan too. He's not, but yeah. he's not that type of comic. Yeah. Where it's really political. He does a little bit, but not that much. Yeah, he doesn't dabble. But much. I like Conan because just how silly he was. Yeah, I was he thinking was about that super earlier. Super silly. <clears throat> Oh, you know what I like to do? Yeah. I like to call Conan. And he have you heard about his podcast? No, I haven't. Okay, he has a podcast uh, where he's called uh, Conan Meets Friend. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that, yeah. What do you mean? You just said you I forgot heard about it, but you brought it up, and then I remembered it. <laughs> well, on the podcast, you can call in and ask Conan O'Brien a question. Yeah. Call in his hotline or whatever you call it. I've been having every guest I have that are okay with doing it. Uh, ask the question. Do you want to do that on this podcast? Will we answer right now? Like, it goes to an answering machine. Oh, well, what's the question going to be? I don't know. You make it up. Well, I'm down to do it, dude. You're, you want to, you're down to do it. You think you're, you're very witty, so I'm pretty sure you can think of a question. Oh, it has to be clever now. I was just going to No, I'm just saying you're witty. You're witty in general. All right, we'll try to ask something. Because uh, if I were to ask him something, I, one I thought of today was like, if you had, if you had to wear uh, ankle socks or uh, knee-high socks, like, how long would it actually be in inches? Because you know how he has these huge, yeah. long-ass legs? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I was just, like, I was just wondering, like... He does have something. very ridiculous legs. Yeah. Like, disproportionately. <laughs> so. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, yeah, we can ask him Dude, I got a question. I got a question lined up. You got a question lined up? Yeah. You want to do it real quick? Yeah, dude, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's call Conan. Colin, Colin. I always get excited over these when people like our actual fans of his. Yeah. Uh, I definitely say I enjoy his work product very much. Alright. I'm going to intro you. I'm going to do a little intro and then I'll have you okay. to ask a question. Hey, Colin O'Brien here. Uh, here's the deal. <laughs> ask me a question. Feel free to ask me anything you want. And maybe, just maybe, I will answer your question on the podcast. So be creative, go for it, and maybe I'll be talking to you soon. 
Hey, Colin O'Brien, this is Rudy from the UNG Odyssey Podcast, and I'm sitting here with local DFW comedian... <laughs> Ferris to me. Ferris to me. And he has a question for you. Hey, Conan, what was your biggest disappointment in show business? Losing The Tonight Show or going down to 30 minutes on TBS? <laughs> I were just ribbing you because we love you, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I... <laughs> 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 you could be like this asshole. <laughs> uh, but he, do um, you think that the going down thirty minutes was his choice? Or I honestly don't know, but I just thought it was a funny joke. <laughs> dude, that thing that happened with the Tonight Show—that thing was crazy. That was pretty fucked up, yeah, dude. That was crazy. Do you know what really happened? I mean, what? I think I, I know what happened. But you know, give me the rundown because I kind of know. Well, what I mean, like I Jay Leno said, he would retire essentially in like yeah, eight like, years or some shit. You know, he said it like ahead of time. He said like in eight years or six years, we set some deadline, uh-huh. right? So that came around. He retired, and then he took the slot. He became the Tonight Show with Conan. And before he was the late, he was the the slot afterwards, which is called what the Late Show. Uh, I can't remember what he called it when it was you know yeah I think it was called the Late Show with Conan O'Brien yeah. yeah. But, uh, so he did that one for like 15 years or something. Made great TV. I don't know if you've ever watched any of those, but they're definitely worth a watch. So, you know, he was a, like, you know, the heir to the throne, so to speak, back in the, the 90s yeah, yeah, yeah. when they actually did it like that and they weren't uh-huh. just choosing random people. But, uh, so yeah, he, uh, he got lined up for that. But then Jay Leno, they're like, oh, the NBC wanted to keep him. Uh-huh. So he did like a Tonight Show essentially at 9 o'clock. So he did like a one hour show at 9 to 10, and then they do the local news, and then the Tonight Show would come on. So he kind of like undercut him like that, and then he was getting better ratings or whatever the case may be. So then they're just like, all right, you know, we're going to cancel Conan and put Jay Leno back in that slot. Is it essentially my understanding of what happened. Yeah, because it, it used to come on at 10, right? The It's coming down like 10.30, 10.35. The Late Show? The Tonight, I mean, the show. tonight show? Yeah, it comes on right after the local movie. So they moved Conan to like at 9 o'clock? No, no, Jay Leno, he like retired, uh-huh. and he's like, oh, I have a new show, everybody, it's at 9 o'clock. So he made a Tonight Show, essentially, of like the same format, but it's him at 9 o'clock. So it's like you have three late-night shows now. There's a lot of competition just on one network, you know, and he's capturing a certain demographic. They're going to be satisfied that I can watch whatever the case may be. I don't so know they, what So they had to cancel one thing? I don't think they had to cancel, but they were just like, you know, Conan's ratings aren't good enough, or we're going to put Jay Leno back, or I don't know. I wasn't at NBC when it happened, but, you know, huh. just observing, that seems like, to be the I've, case. I've never completely got the full story. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can... I don't know. I don't know why they decided to pull the plug, but I mean, it was just... I, I think it was too it was many pretty, cooks. I just know it was pretty fucked up. It's too many cooks, dude. <clears throat> and then Conan... Because Conan had just moved all his people from New yeah. York to L.A. Yeah. And then that happens. Yeah. And all of them get fired. Like show business, baby. <clears throat> you know what? I was wondering what happened to Max Weinberg. Yeah, I think he's just playing these days. Honestly. He was so good. Because I was Conan. thinking about that the other day too. He was too. so good yeah. with Conan. Oh man! And who was that comic that played uh, all the voices, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, you're talking about the dog. Uh, he played the dog too. I don't know. You're talking about uh, the insult comic dog? No, no. I'm talking about the the. They would bring in that screen. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I think that was the same guy. Yeah, I think it was. I might be the same guy. I don't know his name though, unfortunately. But I love that was my favorite Conan. Uh, Skits? Yeah, those little. Uh, <laughs> Did you remember the masturbating shot? bear? Oh, I don't think so. You don't remember the masturbating no. bear bit? <laughs> they would do a bit where, like, <clears throat> you had to choose. Because uh, they're like, oh, you know, we're here at the late show. We have to cut. Yeah. We have to cut our time. We're not making much money. And he's all like, you know, we have to cut back, which means we have to um, let somebody go. Like, 
and he let the audience choose. Like, <clears throat> and we're gonna let the audience choose. Uh, do you want to keep Mrs. Blah blah blah? She's eighty four. She's been working here for sixty years, and it's just this old lady saying, "Please don't fire me." <laughs> like, or we can fire, uh, let go of the masturbating bear, the masturbating dancing bear, and it comes out this bear with like a tube sock. Oh my goodness. And they play that circus music. He just starts going Oh my god. And he lets the audience choose and the audience chooses always to fire the old lady. Yeah. That's funny. It was so stupid, man. But yeah, it's funny. Uh Conan was the shit. In the year two thousands. Yeah, that was three thousand, wasn't it? Three thousand. Is it three thousand? Yeah. I think it was three because they're going into two thousand. Yeah. So like, oh, this was gonna be like thousand years. Yeah, that, that was great. Good I stuff, that dude. One. Like yeah. he had that like the little alien light thingy on. Yeah, the he had that whole outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Conan. It's good stuff, dude. Honestly. Yeah, can you find all that on YouTube? You can find a good portion of the highlights. Yeah. But, you know, you can find random episodes, but uh, I don't know honestly. You know, you probably could find it. The NBC streaming service they're probably going to have soon. Oh, yeah. I bet they'll probably have it there. It's 8 o'clock, man. When are you um, looking to get out of here? Uh, well, I'm going to go up. I'm like... I'm like 11th. Okay. On uh, the uh, the new one that uh, Zach Grippy has in Fort Worth. Oh, yeah. And it starts at 8.30. So 11th means, what, H1's 5 minutes, so it's 5, 10, 15, 20, yeah, so 25. Yeah, so that's 55 minutes in. <coughs> so I want to get yeah. there. I don't want to get there... Get there like nine fifteen. I don't. Well, I want to get there before nine, like eight fifty, eight fifty five. Okay. I don't know. Last time I thought I timed it right, and he had passed me already. And I was like, "What?" And I think I was like, "I think I was like probably like twelve or 13. Oh yeah, did he put you up still? Uh, well, he put me up at the end. Oh okay. And I showed up to be the last person, but I was just like, "How the fuck did I miss my time?" And I told him I wouldn't yeah. do it again. I don't like doing that. No, definitely not. Yeah. And people, I know people don't like it because I've heard people say yeah. they don't like it, but then I've never actually heard anybody say something to somebody else about it, really. Or have I mean, I think it just because it messes with the time because now it's like when I was expecting to go up at 9, uh-huh. two people miss out and I'm going up at 8.50 now. So yeah. I'm driving in at 9, you know, at 8.45 and there's traffic. Uh, like I should have had enough time, you know, I got fucked. Mm-hmm. And then I add to the problem, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that's just, like, especially like what happened at the hyenas mic. Where it's like everybody is like going to the other mics and then like when nobody's there to do their spots, you know, that really messes with the schedule and people's yeah. timings and stuff. I usually end up being late because I have sex when I shouldn't have sex. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just as I said that she pops yeah. up, I thought she was gonna say something else. <laughs> yeah, but like usually, yeah, that's why. It's like, God damn, we shouldn't have. I'm late to work sometimes because I have sex. Sounds like you're living a full life to me, dude. No, it's, I've never missed a day of work in my life. You it, know what I mean? <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 fun, but it's a distraction. It's a, not a distraction. Yes, baby. relationships no, are such a distraction. I'm not complaining. Just <laughs> digging your hole deeper, dude. Change subject. I'm not, no, wait. I, I have no problem digging deep holes. Alana knows this, right, Alana? Oh my goodness. How about that Packers holes. game? I'll tell I you what. <laughs> Football! <laughs> Get out of here with that. I heard they won, though. Uh, yeah, they did win, uh, but I'm like, What? What? 
I'm just not a complaint. I'm just saying it happens. And this is this what... is the first. I think this is the first time Rudy said something funny. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> We're just screaming you because we love you. <laughs> oh man, uh, I am trying to be funnier. <laughs> no, uh, I was thinking about that story you told the other day, or it was like a month ago. We were talking about uh, it was in Fort Worth about like tripping acid at the the fast food place. Mm-hmm. Just that one line, and then the third shift showed up, dude. It was so funny. <laughs> Cause like you know they're gonna if we take this it's all gonna be fucked up they're gonna be like hey, what the hell's going on everything's gonna be out of, like you set it up perfectly and then you came back to it and like and then the third shift showed up oh, yeah man funny, uh, that really happened man I believe it dude it's funny <laughs> oh I gave it I gave a hit of acid to my homeboy Corey yeah he wanted to buy it and try it for the first time for the first time at work dude <sighs> I don't know what he was oh I, he, and he coke, took it dude? no. He, uh, I told him it was. I was like, dude, it's acid. It's like, it's like being high, but like ten times stronger, mm-hmm. and for like maybe five or six hours. And and he was like, let me get one. So I was like, okay. I sold him a gel tab because that's what they were little gel tabs yeah. at the time. And he, and seriously, I was putting it away, and I looked up at him, <clears throat> and I was like, I was like, did you take that? And he was like, yeah. What's he gonna do? I was like, holy shit, man! I'm like you fuck. I I I, I wish I could get a hold of him. I know That's I so could actually. Funny, I know where he works. He still works at that Hardee's. I believe it, dude. I believe I, it. I don't know if he still works. Now. You trip acid once at a Hardee's, dude. You never leave. <laughs> I know. I've been trying to incorporate that. Like, so how do I say? How do I make a joke about him still being at Hardee's and me and it and me feeling like it's my fault because I give him acid and I got him stuck in a world he can't leave. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> I. You got him stuck seeing stars. But that sounds too serious. It doesn't really sound like a good joke line. Well, I think you should set it up with, like, something about, like, how the acid made him never leave Hardee's. And then you'd be like, but I feel bad about it, honestly. Uh You know, like, Hardee's, come on now. Like, (laughs) could have been a Whataburger. You know, it's a Hardee's. (laughs) You know, try to do it like that. Oh, okay, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, it was funny, though. There's definitely, I don't know enough about acid like about the brain and everything, about how it like associates location. But surely there's a joke where you could be like, you know, they say like when you trip acid in a place, you'll never forget that place. You know what I mean? Set it up with something like that where uh-huh. it sounds like you're giving him information and then you just go to, uh, so he's never left Hardy's. Still works there. <laughs> it's religious to him now. It's I just, feel so it's just bad if you ever saw this and be and like, I don't work there no more. But when you I went to be at Burger King, <laughs> God damn it. I went back there when I was like 20, one or 22 yeah. yeah he was still there and I was just like what the fuck are you still doing and my manager still told me I had to leave that's funny dude <laughs> she saw me she they wouldn't like, serve you she, she, well, I bought something I think I just bought like a drink or something yeah. and she saw me and she was like oh. and then she came like she came up to me like got real close she was like hey you're not allowed in here and I'm like what she's like no like you were banned I was like, I, I didn't know I was banned. I thought you just fired me. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, no, you have to leave. That's funny. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> uh, but I came back later that night. <laughs> Said hi to the night, the night shift people. That's funny, dude. Uh, that was a crazy, crazy, crazy place. Great fast times at Hardee's, dude. Fast times at Hardee's. I worked. I it was my first job. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> my first job, and I used to skateboard there every day to work. That's awesome, dude. Um, I worked a lot 
That's just weird, because I'm like, I think now, like, I worked a lot when I was 16. Yeah. And then I think of kids now, like, they're not even working. Oh, yeah, some of them. Like, they, 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 like, they barely work. Yeah. And I was just thinking, I'm like, man, I was, I was working at Hardy's, and I was bringing home, like, maybe, like, maybe 300 every two weeks. Which bad, to me, yeah. who who uh, had no money, also get money, and I'm yeah. like, wow. So that's great. Yeah, yeah that's a that's pretty I good, dude. I mean, you know, like that's rent money. You know, it's like a small apartment, yeah. like for a scale. Well, you I was know, it's like a decent my, amount was, of money. I was living with my sister, so I was paying that rent. No, definitely. Yeah, so, but I was only that, paying like a hundred dollars. No, but I'm just saying that that amount of money, six hundred oh, yeah, bucks, like that's that's you know you're earning that while going to school. That's one thing. Like I don't know why. Me and some of my friends didn't move in together when we like when we were working because Tony could have done it. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, that's what we should have done. But then again, I did move when I moved to Texas when I was like eighteen. So yeah, so I wasn't over there in my working life that much. <clears throat> what do you do? I work at a welding factory. A welding factory. Yeah. So we make it's called. Well, I don't know if I should say the name of the company, but. Uh, essentially, they uh, they make welding materials, so they make like torches, they make like you know regulators, they make the you know just everything you need to weld. They sell it all. They have a whole bunch of different brands. Yeah. So they uh, they just built a big warehouse on the side of the factory, which has been here since the '60s. Mm-hmm. So I'm working in the the warranty department. So essentially, like shit gets returned, we look at it, we see what's wrong, that type of thing. So what I'm doing is I started out um, just taking all their old return warranty things they couldn't do anything with and separating out. The yeah. stuff that could be recycled because they recycle all the shavings and the metals they don't use yeah, yeah. when they're like making the tips and stuff. So I was just separating out brass, separating out copper. So I started doing that and then I've just done a whole bunch of different odd tasks like, oh, this thing's fucked up. We need to add an extra tube in here. So I go in and I add the extra tube for them on, you know, 600 or whatever, however many they have. Just How'd random things job? like that. Um, I just, you know, was playing around looking for any, any work I could get. And, you know, paid well as locals and didn't. So it's nice, easy drive. Great hours. It's six thirty to three p.m. So it's like I have all the comedy hours open every day of the week. Six thirty to three. Six thirty a.m. to three p.m. And then I go home, oh, take okay. a nap, go to comedy. You know. Yeah, I work. Uh, I work for the. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say, it, but I say it all the time anyway, because <laughs> I don't really care. I work for uh, Quick Creek. Yeah. Um. The the fucking baggy company. You know the tile grout and all that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. I just work in the shipping department. Yeah. Well, I've been in the warehouse the past week and a half now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's oddly quieter, honestly, <clears throat> compared to the factory floor. But. I got lucky there um, because I used to work on the weekends. Yeah. And I was working there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 12-hour shifts. And it was perfect for comedy. Yeah. But then my brother wanted to work, wanted to switch because he's a supervisor. And he wanted to switch to the weekend. But he can't be my supervisor. So yeah. they asked me, I was like, do you, I was like, he, he can't come over here unless you go over there. I was like, are you, like, are you, are you okay with switching? And I was like, of course I'm gonna switch because you know, he's my brother. Yeah. I'm an asshole, and you know he needs he needed that off because he needed to to be able to pick up and, and drop off his daughter from work, which is my niece. Like I'm not gonna yeah. say no to that. Of course I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. But the one catch, but I am not coming in at six, and yeah, I'm early. definitely not coming in at five when they do that Thursday and Friday. So I told him, I was like, I'm not going to, like, the only way I do it is if I can come in at uh, at 7.30 and get off at 4. And they were like, okay. I was like, cool. <laughs> and then <laughs> the first week, I was late every day. 
And they, <laughs> the plant supervisor was like, look, you know what? I know you just came back from working on the weekend and uh, it's all rough for you. I was like, um, you think we can change to 8 o'clock and then you get here and then leave at 4.30? And I was like, you know what? Let's do that. Because <laughs> I can't get there at 7.30 yeah. on time. So he so we changed it to eight. So we're eight to four thirty. So that's, that's great hours. That's man. good schedule. Yeah. A lot of people were telling me like, God damn, how do we get your hours? I was like, you know what? You have to hold a little leverage over there. That's it. No, you negotiated <laughs> yeah, your yeah, you perfectly. Have, yeah, you have to have le- leverage. And I was yeah. like, I'll do it, but there's only one catch. There's only one very complex catch. Yeah, that's, and I and he was like, awesome, dude. He was like, why? I was like, because I go do comedy. Yeah. And I, you know, and some of those nights I'm out late. <clears throat> and like this is like my. My passion, you know. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> so he was like, "Okay, that's no problem." Like, I was that's like, awesome, "Cool." Dude. Like, I'm glad you take yeah. that into consideration because. Uh, well, that's pretty much why I settled on this job is because the hours. Because I got an offer to do another job where it was driving like a people from a hospital to another hospital in like a van. Yeah. And it was like, it was good work, good pay, but it was like three days a week, which was pretty nice. But it was like the problem was it start at four a.m. and it'd be like a fourteen-hour ah, nice. shift. So it's like I'd come home from comedy at like what two a.m., sleep for thirty minutes, and then drive like people from hospitals. You know, it was actually handicapped people. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to make these people more handicapped. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't think I can do this job. Uh, you know what? We'll stop there though. So I go ahead and get ready to get right, onto these good, mics. Dude. I'm sorry that I have to go do these mics. Dude. No problem, dude. Uh, thanks for having me, dude. Dude, thanks for coming on, Ferris. My uh, pleasure, dude. I thought I thought it was scheduled for today. I had it on my phone for today. I'm sorry I missed out yesterday, dude. Oh, uh, no. You but. know what? It was better you didn't come yesterday because I was so drained from all that. Yeah, Halloween that stuff. Yeah. Stuff. I, was, I, I went to bed at like 10 a.m. Yeah. And then I woke up at uh, like 4 or 5. Wow. No, it was early than that. I woke up at 10. Oh, no, I went to sleep at 10. I woke up at like 2. So just got four hours. And then and then we went out, got some meat, and then I went back to bed. And I put my alarm for set for uh six thirty. Yeah. And it didn't go off. So when I woke up at six fifty, I was freaking the fuck out. God, like, oh shit. I was yeah. like, oh shit. No 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 missed call, no text. I was, like, yeah. I was like, okay, okay, let me go set everything up. And I start setting it up. And then seven oh five comes around, I was like, huh. This motherfucker is scared. So I, te- I messaged you. I was like, hey, uh, where you at? Because <laughs> I had it on my calendar on Sunday. Yeah. Um, uh, I might have just misunderstood when we set the date, dick. dude. I was at, I was at a How mic. How many times I, like, I, call you, I have to call you a dick throughout my podcast? <laughs> not enough, dude. It hasn't sat in yet, unfortunately. Uh, well, I don't mind. You know, Monday, I wasn't doing anything Monday. Yeah, that no, was a great day for and me. And then, uh, either way, it's fine. I don't have problems. So it worked out kind of for both of us. Perfect. Yeah. I would have been. Zonked out. Yeah. Dude, out the podcast. I would just be like, uh, shut up, Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. We're going to with that. Uh, right. Any last words? Want to do any shout outs to any, like, your social media or anything like that? Uh, yeah, you know, just have me on Facebook. Yeah, ex girlfriends. Come on now. About to, about to get an earful. <laughs> Dude, I want to hear that one time. Like, just okay, have somebody okay. come in and say, fuck that, blah, 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 blah. And then they'd be like, hey, uh, and then in 15, like, 10 years, they're famous. I'm like, that what you said about this person? Yeah, I'm suing for defamation now. Dude, I know, I know, uh, I know doing these podcasts. I know uh, in, like, 10 years of doing comedy, I'm going to look back and be like, what the hell was I doing? Yeah, dude, I bet, dude. Because, uh, 
I am pretty stupid. <laughs> it's fine. It's a good time, dude. It's a stupid shit. Good time. Uh, like when you said uh, about uh, uh, Lana, you said what you say? Uh, something. Oh yeah, I never listened to a woman. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. For directions, yeah. I do, I, I do jokes like that all the time, and especially on the podcast. Oh, that's funny, dude. And uh, and they make me sound really misogynistic. No, but you're saying it lightheartedly. You're oh, mocking no, the notion of that. De- I'm definitely. That's the best problem with the culture these days. I feel like it's like people can't distinguish between someone like Colbert Report. Uh-huh. Someone can't distinguish from somebody saying it as a parody of how stupid the idea is, uh-huh. versus someone saying it and actually meaning it. Yeah. With the intention. Because, like, when I made that joke, I was obviously, like, she gave me the direction. She knew the orientation much better than you did in the moment. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, oh, this is stupid. I shouldn't listen to the person who knows the direction, uh-huh. you know, for a stupid reason. I wasn't actually believing that, you know. So that's, like, for that, we've lost that now. Everybody's so sensitive. No, man, and everybody jerk. is too sensitive. Man. I feel like we need to push back as comics. Let's do it, dude. Let's Together. Do it. No one, don't make it weird. <laughs> let's, I was gonna say let's all let's all us comics combine and and just become a group of just saying you know what we're just gonna go out. I mean, there. it's kind of what comedy is really to a point. A lot of them. Yeah, anyway, yeah. At least I comics. believe it is. I believe yeah. it is. Not everybody feels the same way, but whatever. I mean, there's a lot of that very clean, but there's you know there's a lot of boundary pushing. Uh-huh. You know, so I, I find that's the beauty of it. I don't. I I like. I'm not saying like I I don't have a problem with uh, or no. When people are clean, that's cool, right? Yeah. That's cool on them. Let them be clean. But I don't like the people who are clean or, like, not even that clean, but then uh, uh, criticize somebody like me who's very dirty. I'm pretty dirty. I I, I don't know if I'm dirty. Well, you have a bit bit about putting cum in your face, so I'd say you're dirty. Oh. (laughs) It's hair, first of all. Oh, sorry. Excuse okay, me. I'm dirty. I'm a dirty comic. Am I dirty? I mean, but here's the thing about dirty or clean. They they distinguish by the wording. Uh-huh. But, I mean, in my opinion, I feel like clean comedy is inoffensive, where it's like, you know, cats, oh, they're so antisocial. You know, it was like, I feel like comedy that really is intriguing to me has an edge, where it's like doing commentary in society or commentary on how we use language or culture, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that can be dirty because you're offending people. Like, if I'm going to say something about trans people, for example, like Dave Chappelle has done, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, some you know feathers are going to be ruffled. That's not really clean comedy anymore. People are being offended. You know, and he's dirty. He uses dirty words. Yeah. But the point is the, the message. But, you know, because it's like I was talking to someone. can't remember who, but they're talking about, like, oh, I'm, I'm working this bit to make it clean for backdoor. Mm-hmm. And, like, a bit about, like, something like your bit. Or, like, it's like about sex or something, like, drugs. Extremely explicit. Like, yeah. oh, it's clean, though. I didn't use the words. It's like, but it isn't. It's not what the jokes are, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So it's because it's still some, about something. Uh, it's about negative, something. A negative reflection of society? It's, no, it's not that it's negative. It's just like if it's a joke about coming at my girlfriend's face or something, that's inherently a dirty joke, even if I clean up the language, right? <laughs> the intent of it is the same. So it's like children aren't going to be like, I don't know what that means, but that was funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not a good joke that's clean. So I feel like clean humor just gets very inoffensive to a point. I mean, some people can do it well. But uh-huh. generally speaking, or I guess my preference, it's like commentary where it's like everything is yeah, criticism of yeah. something to a point, you know. Uh-huh. So I'm a dirty comic. Yeah, I'm so sad, <laughs> dude. I would say yeah, so. I, I, I do. I do swear a little bit. and uh, Just the hair. I think I could do, I, I know I have clean comedy. Like my Trump was pretty clean. Yeah, some good stories. Yeah, some good clean clean. bits there. The thing is, it's just like how much clean versus unclean do you write? Mm -hmm. 
because it's like it's always a balance, you know. Like everybody writes something that's not really offensive to anyone. Yeah. But you know. Hey, we were supposed to stop. Yeah, we're done now. That's it, everybody. <laughs> Bonus podcast. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see y'all later. Where the fuck is my mouse? Cursor. There we go. Uh, stop and.